Hello, everyone. My name is Rochelle Innocent, and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind, digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually dropped a thought piece this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe and hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today the topic of discussion is education. And on the topic of education, I'm gonna be talking about how we withdraw safely from narcissistic abuse. And I think that this is really important to talk about. So I did two videos almost a month ago now on surviving narcissistic abuse and how that translated in subsequent abuse later on in adulthood from my alumni community. I have a master's in business administration. I ended up being, during the pandemic, in four hotel programs for women who are escaping violence as a byproduct of the stalking and the intimidation and the silence campaign that I experienced from these individuals who really wanted to play a role in Project Purpose but didn't want me to have a say-so. And so I think all of this just translates as narcissistic abuse. People who see your value but yet struggle to value you is one of those things that is really, really hard to wrap your head around because obviously if people are organizing themselves and having conversations around you and having meetings around how to control you and how to loop you in and manipulate and control you all of that speaks to value like all of those conversations all of that planning all of the 
amount of energy that goes into trying to control and manipulate someone speaks to seeing them as a valuable person. Yet, the way that they go about it just speaks to how little they value that person. And I think that that's really the juxtaposition that someone needs to deal with when they're surviving narcissistic abuse. As someone who sees your value to them, but refuses to see you as valuable as your own entity, as your own human being. As if you're not someone who's going to cater to their needs, if you refuse to be valuable to that specific person who's targeting you and who wants to manipulate and who wants to control you, then they refuse to see your value outside of them, right? And I think that that's just their own delusion, right? Because obviously they're putting so much energy and attention to try to manipulate and control you that they see you as valuable, but they just can't have you see yourself as valuable. So it's very important that as you awaken and as you start to become aware of the dynamic that you're in, when it is the case that you start to recognize that some of the abuse that you have tolerated, that you've normalized, is just not okay. You need to know that they're aware of your awakening too. These people are very, very attuned to you. You're a resource to them and you use people as resources when you're tapping into their energy in order to be or to do anything. You're gonna become aware of their change and their dispositions and you wanna try to find a way to create a certain degree of stability so that you can maintain that control and that manipulation and that power. And I think sometimes it's very hard to tell when you're in a narcissistic relationship and when you're being abused because when everything is going well from their vantage point they have no reason to really be outwardly abusive right so a lot of the times it's when there are cracks in the dynamics and in the control and in the mechanisms that they put in place to keep you in place which is subservient and beneath them that you start to see you know their true intentions and their real colors otherwise they're happy to be kind or happy to play a role to keep you comfortable and I think a lot about Rapunzel in this situation where you know she's locked up she is obviously very precious to the stepmother or to the woman who stole her but she's treated as though she's nothing she's treated as an inconvenience she's treated as someone who takes up a lot of time and energy when really like that's energy and time given liberally and given generously because she sees what she's going to gain at the end of the day having Rapunzel stay up in that tower yet Rapunzel's independence her freedom her autonomy her agency they're all a threat to someone who sees only a manipulative relationship because the relationship where they're gaining everything and you're gaining nothing as the only kind of relationship that they want with you. So if you do find that your autonomy is a threat, that your independence and growing independence is a threat, and I think that those are telltale signs that the relationship that you're in, the dynamic that's supporting that relationship, the foundation of that relationship isn't exactly what you think it is. And if the more independent you become, the more of a free thinker you become, the more angst and tension and, and arguments are happening within that dynamic, then it gives you a sense as to what it is that they're hoping to gain about them, out of that relationship, what it is they value out of being in close proximity to you because I think someone who's looking to have a healthy relationship with you wants a give and take, wants an exchange, doesn't see your autonomy and your independence as a threat, but a narcissist will. And so when you're breaking away, you need to recognize that for them, that feels like power slipping away. So there's gonna be a lot of adverse reactions. And I think that we need to stop thinking that someone really spiraling out of control and going towards violence and choosing the route of violence is so beyond the realm of reality that it couldn't happen to us or anyone we know. It happens to people on a daily basis, right? One out of every four people suffer domestic violence abuse, if it's not a higher number now, right? There's a lot of people who are suffering domestic violence and a lot of domestic Domestic violence is a byproduct of a narcissist losing control. And so me having been in a situation, in multiple situations where my stepping out in truth 
my deciding to go no contact has created so many ripples in the illusion of control that the people who I was attached to had that they really did everything they could to destroy me and I think that that's something that you need to anticipate and brace yourself because you'll recognize that the mirage the relationship you thought you had the little bits of positive or the silver linings that you had in your relationship you'll realize how superficial they were when you realize how ugly things can get right and things only get that ugly when it wasn't really love that they were expressing to you it was manipulation right because when you love someone when you are deciding that that person's not for you it doesn't turn to hate i mean there could be resentment there could be contempt there could be arguments going back and forth but their objective isn't to destroy you completely right like it's going to be to figure out a way to live without you as part of their life right so move towards indifference but someone who saw a benefit to themselves and having you in close proximity to them saw a benefit in having you that are controlling to manipulate that opposite is hatred right if they lose that power then it becomes hatred and they are very quick to want to destroy everything about you your name your your reputation or even yourself right like these people are not above killing other people right and i guess that it sounds harsh when i say it that way but that was my reality right i was for programs for women escaping violence so you can't think that these people couldn't go there because of the relationship that you had and the dynamic that you had or because people would know or would be aware because these people are spiraling right they're losing control they're losing power they want to do everything they can to regain that control and regain that power or to try to put a lid on you being vocal about the things that have taken place and they're going to do anything and everything they can and you just have to stand strong in your truth you have to make sure that you have the appropriate support so legal support you need to make sure that you have visibility so in the case like if you're dealing with someone who's very powerful and who has maybe the police in their pocket who has the legal system in their pocket then you need to make sure that you have people who can't be put in someone else's pocket who can't be bought in your corner so that if things do go left then there's still going to be accountability there's still going to be visibility it's not going to go away if you go away and i think that this is the one thing that a lot of people do wrong is they try to go away quietly they try to make as little ripples as possible and i think when you're dealing with someone who's losing power there's always going to be ripples right there's going to be a fight there's going to be a battle and i think that the more public you're ready to have it go the higher likelihood you're going to get out of it with the least amount of wounds and scars if you try to keep it private and covert remember that's the playhouse of the narcissist they work in the shadows they work in discreet and in secretive sort of dynamics so you need to make sure that you are really blasting the truth and every corner of the world that you can blast it in so that there's visibility and that there's awareness and people now see that there's two sides to the story that are very very different and they start to recognize the logic and the sense in the side that you're now telling and they've only heard the narcissist tale and recognize that as the narcissist feels themselves losing control before you're even aware of it they're doing damage control right and damage control means damaging your reputation break away at the reputation you build break away at people's perception of you before you go no contact right so all of this is in the works as they feel their power slipping away so i think that it's really important that you recognize that visibility is always your friend being vocal having as many eyes on the situation as possible is never going to do you wrong making sure that you have people who can't be bought in your corner so people who really are principle-based individuals who maybe themselves have survived a, a certain degree of abuse so they have that kind of empathy they recognize what it is you're going through and people who are not intimidated by the power moves that this person is making right so it's really important that you make sure you align yourself accordingly and even if you align yourself to all these appropriate people when you're dealing with the aftermath of going no contact where this person is doing everything they can to punish you everything they can to silence you everything they can to regain some semblance of control you trust he 
people only as much as you need to. It is not gonna serve you to trust someone with everything. Just trust them with what it is that they need to be able to support you the best way that they can if they're looking to support you. But know that this is a battle that you're gonna fight independently, right? And it's a battle that you can fight independently. Like for me, to fight this battle, like I really had to really align myself spiritually. I had to ground myself. I had to really build and focus on mental fortitude. So lots of meditation, lots of just making sure that I felt centered and I felt grounded and I felt very sure about what direction I was going to take so that I wouldn't allow myself to feel overwhelmed by all of the different ways that I was being hit and that I was being, you know, targeted by several narcissists at this point, like when I ended up going on the run because they wanted me to be quiet about the way that they were abusing me behind closed doors. So I think that also patience, endurance, because it's gonna be a long battle, right? Like if you're gonna fight it the right way, you need to make sure that you're documenting everything. You need to make sure that you're giving them an opportunity to make mistakes, that you're giving them an opportunity to create a paper trail. And because they don't think that that's what you're doing, they're gonna get sloppy because power, people who feed off power are arrogant and people who operate from a place of arrogance make lots of big mistakes. And those are gonna be the mistakes that hold them accountable in the long run. In any case, that was the video. I mean, I hope it gives you the information that you need to go no contact safely. I know that it's not going to be a quiet endeavor. It's not going to be something that you can do peacefully. It's going to be a war because they're losing power. A relationship with a narcissist is not a relationship based on regard, respect, or love. It's a relationship based on manipulation and control and power. And anyone who feels like they're losing power is going to start to really react in very visceral ways. And you need to be ready for everything and anything and defend yourself accordingly. And anyways, that was it for today but definitely not all. It is a serious note. I'm going to have different links down below that you can reference so that you just make sure that you cross your T's and dot your I's when you're going no contact. And even if it is the case that you feel alone, that you seem alone, always make sure that you have people in the periphery. Even if they're out of sight, they're not out of mind who are keeping tabs on you as you find a way to create accountability for the individuals who have gotten away with abusing you and smearing your name and, and harming your character. In any case, that was it, but definitely not all. Now before letting you go I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans yes so we do offer package plans over and above our live events as well as access to webinars and workshops largely focused on self-mastery over and above these events so make sure you participate be part of our game changer community being part of the change that you want to see allowing us a small role to play in your journey we are on the road to 1k we invite you all to follow us across all of our social media platforms and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon we'll talk to you later